appreciate it, man. All right, welcome back to the Fieldhouse in Kearney. It was great to have Coach Matzis join us. So we're getting, we're starting the third quarter. Platte County has the ball, breaks half court. Kearney staying into their 2-3 zone. It looks like they're trapping a little bit, Coach. Trapped out of the 2-3 zone. Nice job, Kenzie Hoffman comes up with a steal. You know, it's been a while since we've seen Coach Ressler throw a different wrinkle into that 2-3. You know, they did that early on in the season, but uh, but they've really just kind of laid back and played it the last few games. So good to see something different come out. Carney gets the ball inside, kick it out to Hoffman. She misses the three. Braylon Rivera and Jaden Barnes get the ball tied up. It'll be a jump ball, go back to Carney. So Carney with the baseline out of bounds. Hoffman looking to throw it into Holtz in the corner. Holtz trying to get around a Platte County player, gets it to Barnes. Didn't see anything they like, so they're setting up offense. Platte County staying into their their man-to-man defense. Barnes doing a good job handling the ball. Gets the entry pass to Allie Pogue. Pogue gets it back to Barnes. Sets a nice screen. Barnes misses the three, rebounded by Platte County. I tell you, Allie Pogue has set like three or four nice screens tonight. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of been a brick wall down there. You don't want to run into the, one of those screens. So, Doing a great job with that. Platte County being patient, working the ball around right in front of us. So they're going right to left as we're looking at the court. Of course, right in front of their bench, too. Platte County being patient, moving the ball around the exterior. Gets the ball to the corner, looks to drive baseline and kicks it to their post player. Robbins misses. Uh, just Carney a, can't quite secure the rebound. Just a bad bounce there. You felt like we had we had real good positioning for that defensive rebound and bounced to the one Platte County player that was standing in the right spot. So, Kind of a bad break there. Platte County gets the ball into Amara Peterson. She is fouled, but it's on the floor. Wasn't not a shot attempt. So Platte County maintains possession on a baseline out of bounds. Get the ball to Duel. Duel back to number one Pickett. Duel being patient. Gets it over to Loy. Skips it over to Pickett. Carney staying in that 2-3 zone we've been talking about. Platte County with a three-point shot attempt for the corner is long. Hoffman does a good job with the weak side rebound, pulling it down. Yeah, good defensive possession there by the Bulldogs. I thought Platte County, you know, you gave them enough shots at it. You figured one of these was going to fall in, but Bulldogs got got lucky, played good defense down on that end, got another stop. Okay, Platte County looks like they're shifting to a 2-3 zone. Carney does a good job of getting it into the interior to Allie Pogue, and then she hits holes driving to the basket. You'd think a team that, that uh, plays 2-3 zone on – on just about every game would know how to run it against it. I don't know if that's the defense you want to play. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't They didn't hesitate a second when they saw that, a really nice entry pass, and then getting it to a cutting guard. Platte County shoots a three. That's That three is hit by number 12. Kyleen Loy with a three-pointer cuts the Kearney lead to four, makes it a 16-12 game with 5.21 to go in the third quarter. So Platte County switched to a 2-3 zone for that one possession. Got Looks out of like it they're quick, back to they, man. Yeah. Got out of it quick. Back to man. Barnes over to Hoffman. Hoffman to Shelby. Uh, I saw that play happen. I think they got 
They got Rivera maybe on an illegal screen. Is that who it was? I, I didn't see it, Coach, but, yep, it looks like Braylon Rivera. That's going to be her third foul. It wasn't much of an illegal screen. It was more of just kind of a run through and one of those touch fouls you wish you could get back. Unfortunately, it's her third, so she's going to have a seat. But Everin Mack started the game. She checks back in. She's playing that center spot on this 2-3 zone. Hoffman guarding the ball in the corner for Platte County. Platte County gets it into Robbins. Robbins tries to go up with the left hand. She's going to be fouled. And that, that was a shot attempt, so she'll be going up for be going to the free throw line for two. Yeah, you know that three that Platte County just hit, you sort of felt that little momentum shift, didn't you? It almost feels like sometimes those big shots can really shift the uh, the momentum of a basketball game, and, and Platte County seems like they've got the momentum on their side at the moment. Robbins makes the first. Yeah, I agree with you, especially in these low-scoring games. I mean, a three-pointer is a yeah, it's big a, it's shot. A, it's a big shot, a big a big shift in, uh, in mentality, to be honest with you. I think teams just realize we're only a couple buckets down here and <laughs> knock down a couple more of those, you feel pretty good about yourself. Robbins hits the second free throw, makes it a two-point Carney advantage, 16-14. <laughs> Holtz with the ball on the wing, being closely guarded by Platte County. Shelby being patient, doing a good job keeping her dribble. Nice little handoff pass to Mack, who shoot, gets it over to Pogue, misses it. Mack dives on the floor, can't come up with it. Platte County gets it. Loy in transition, finds number one. Reese Pickett coming down the lane, makes the layup, makes it a 16-16 tie game with 4-12 to go in the third period. Barnes gets the ball over to Holst. Shelby looking to get it into Hoffman, gets it into Mack. Mack hands it off to Barnes, going to the basket, and she's going to be fouled going up for two. Maybe that'll get us going offensively, get yeah. to the free throw line. I was watching Coach Ressler during that, that possession there, and you could tell he was close to calling a timeout, and I think he even thought about it three or four times and probably happy he didn't hear getting a chance for, for two at the free throw line. Jaden goes to the line, swishes that first one, nothing but net. Got two substitutions coming into the, into the game for Carney. Two freshmen, actually. Gracie Bomar and JoJo Cooch check back into the game. Barnes at the free throw line for her second attempt is up and a little long. Misses Platte County with the rebound. Carney does a good job hustling back, sets up their zone. Platte County being patient here. Working the ball around the exterior. They do have number 25, Robin, still in the post, kind of working the backside of the zone. Three-point attempt by Platt County misses, but Robbins tips it to her player. Missed it again, but Gracie Bomar comes down with the rebound. Yeah, good rebound there. Really good challenge, challenge possession again. You, you got Bulldogs putting hands in faces, making tough shots for the uh, making a tough shot for the for the Pirates. JoJo gets the ball to Jaden. Jaden drives to the right-hand side, goes up, almost blocked, but it goes to Mack, who missed, missed a shot attempt, but another jump ball. It'll stay Carney basketball, so they'll have it baseline, out of bounds. It's a 17-16 game with 3.13 to go in the third quarter. Platte County with a substitution, number 23, Hammerschmidt checks into the game. I believe that's her number. Jojo Cooch with the ball on the wing. Gets it up to Barnes at the point. Back to Cooch. Over to Hoffman. 
Little screen play here by Mac for JoJo. Nice really nice spin. Just couldn't finish. <laughs> really nice play. Mac missed it just off of the rim. So Platte County in transition. Carney does a good job getting back, staying in their 2-3 zone. Platte County was expecting someone to be there. Wasn't. Throw the ball out of bounds. So it'll go back to Carney. Yeah, there you go. I mean, the Bulldogs, that last possession, we hit on it. Nice little set. Good pick and roll, to be honest. And Really and nice. You, you just can't miss very many of those in these tight games. You know, you gotta you gotta find ways to put the basketball on the hoop. And and Bulldogs have struggled a little bit with those close shots today. Platte County struggled with them as well. So it's kind of a, you know, if you're gonna miss them, you're glad that the other team does, I, I suppose as well. JoJo Cooch goes up for three, misses it off the backboard, but Hoffman gets the a tough rebound. Good senior play. Good there. job by Kinsey. Reverse the ball over to Bomar, goes up for a shot, misses it. I think they're going to get Kenzie trying to rebound again. Looks like they're going to get her for over the back. So that's just her first foul, so no foul trouble there. But it is the fourth team foul on Carney. So good heads up there, Coach. We'll watch that. Carney with four team fouls. Platte County with one. Rivera checks back into the game. So into the game, it's Barnes, Cooch, Hoffman, Rivera, and Pogue. Staying in that 2-3 zone defense. Platte County being patient. Oh, good job by Braylon Rivera with a steal. Tried to get it into number 25, Robbins. Rivera tipped it out and then hustled and secured the ball. Barnes gets the ball to Rivera. Rivera back to Pogue. Pogue over to Barnes. Misses the jump shot, but rebounded by Rivera. Another good senior hustle play here. Looks like the ball was tipped by Platte County. That's a little unique play there. One that I think <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a ball rolling down the first baseline, like a bunt. Yeah, I think she was scared. You know, Kinsey was scared to touch it there with it being so close to the baseline, kind of let it bounce, and it just kept bouncing right down the line. Smart play. Carney gets a shot on the baseline by Pogue, missed, but secured by Cooch. Really good job by Coach Wrestler. JoJo Cooch was stuck in the corner. He gets a quick timeout. It's going to be a 30-second timeout. So whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons that we can teach our students. This message has been brought to you by our friends at 102.7 FM and the Missouri State High School Athletic Activities Association. So it's a 17-16 game, 122 left in the third quarter. Coach Wrestler got a quick timeout, so they'll maintain possession. Looks like he drew something up on the whiteboard there. Let's see what we got. Yeah, I, I bet it is score, Coach. That's what we're always trying to do here, right? Any <laughs> score. It's been a while, it seems like, since we put a put the ball in the hole, so got to make sure we take good possessions. Again, you talked about how points are at a premium at the moment, and good possessions, you got to make sure you don't force up anything. Get the ball into JoJo Cooch. Tried to go up to the basket, got stopped, and couldn't, couldn't quite finish. So yeah, we're going to get us. Got herself caught off the uh, off the ground. Tried to jump, I think. Didn't realize where she was. And, and by that time, it was too late to either shoot it or pass it. And got herself in trouble. 
Got a substitution in the game, so it's Kenzie Cooch checking into the game. Carney staying in that 2-3 zone. Platt County moving the ball around the exterior. Still trying to look to get it into Robbins or number 20. Kind of a high-low post action with Amara Peterson. Duel tries to get into Peterson. Rivera gets another steal, but throws it over the head of Kenzie Cooch. So Platt County maintains possession. Platt County again being patient. They get it to the high post. They're doing that high-low action like we were talking about, trying to get one pl post player at the free throw line. As soon as she catches it, she's looking to hit the other post on the block. Yeah, it's worked a few times. Bulldogs have done a nice job of trying to take it away. There they just got caught just a little bit late with the rotation and ended up picking up the fifth team foul here. Fifth team foul. That's the first foul on JoJo Cooch. So we've got two substitutions into the game. It's a 30 seconds left in the third quarter. Platt County down by one. Quick ball movement around the exterior, kind of a four out, one in. So not really doing the high-low right now. Get the ball over to the corner. That's Peterson, goes up for three, misses everything. Ball goes off of Platt County. So it'll be Kearney basketball. They've got 14 seconds to work with here. At the, got a substitution in the game. Braylon Rivera checks back in. Sorry, Grace Schroeder had checked in. She goes back out. So Shelby Holtz bringing the ball up the court. Ten seconds and counting. Big bucket right Shelby here. Shelby gets a screen from Rivera. Rivera hits Rivera. I'm sorry, Holtz hits Rivera going to the basket. Gets it to Holst. Goes Oh, she got it off. It was really close. Uh, the referee, Mr. Matson, says no go, waves it off, so it'll maintain a 17-16 one-point advantage for Carney. We will take a break to hear from our sponsors. You are listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network offers residents three meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas, weekly apartment housekeeping, laundry services, social events, and train staff on-site 24-7. Oak Point, Kearney's assisted living and memory care facility, located at 200 Meadowbrook Drive. The phone number is 816-628-0075, and the website is provisionliving.com. Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. Assisted Living Memory care, always there. Welcome back to the Fieldhouse at Kearney where the Kearney Lady Bulldogs have a 17-16 advantage over Platte County. So Platte County, I believe, has the ball to start the fourth. Like we were talking about, it's a 17-16 game after three quarters. The points are at a premium right now. Yeah, you got to win this next eight minutes. I mean, that's what I'd be preaching if I was in the huddle, saying win the eight minutes. I mean, you win that, we're, we're moving on here. So got to make sure you maintain your, your game plan. Don't get out of it. Play good defense. Try to take away second chances. Interesting. Coach Ressler switched to a man-to-man -man defense to start the fourth, and it leads that. to a turn. Haven't seen that for a long time, have you? I haven't either, Swift, but <laughs> they got a turnover right away, stealing a few extra possessions here. Platte County staying in their man-to-man -man defense. 
Holtz gets the ball to Barnes. Barnes gets by her person, her player, kicks it out to Hoffman. Hoffman back to Holtz, looking to drive. Kicks it to Gracie Bomar, goes up and hits the three. Bingo! That's a big shot. Pushes the game to a four-point Carney advantage, 2016. Let's keep an eye on that one for our Price Chopper play of the game as well. Like we said, points are at a premium. The freshman comes in, hits a three. We hadn't scored for a while, so we needed that. Yeah, that was a big bucket. Again, you talked about momentum shifts. That could be one right here. Got the crowd going. Platt County comes down, and the they answer. hit a three <laughs> with the answer. We got Number a ball 12. game, Coach. <laughs> Kyleen Loy hits the three, pushes it back to a one-point Carney advantage. 2019 with 6.42 to go. Barnes hits Rivera. At the high post, Rivera hands the ball off to Shelby. Really nice job. Just left it short. Had a layup opportunity there. Coach Ressler gets a 30-second timeout. Another smart timeout when these possessions are at a premium like we're talking about. That's twice he's done that. It's a 30-second, so we'll stay right here with him. Coach, what do you what do you think he's talking to him about right now? Well, I mean, I, I liked what he came out with. Like you said, came in out in the fourth and changed up a little bit, made a – Made Platt County speed up, change the pace of the game for a possession or two. I think that's going to be something we got to keep an eye on. What, what's the defensive you know, game plan going to be coming out here? Is it going to be back into that 23 and let PC settle in, or are we going to change the pace? So um, I like that offensively. Man, I, I think we've had great looks. Somebody's just going to have to step up and finish. I mean, yeah. that's what I'd be talking about in there is, is we want to win this game. we got to hit shots like we've – like like we want to, you know, you got to put the ball in the hole to win games, and Getting we've had some touches. good looks. My goodness, we've had some good looks, and just haven't finished. So somebody's gonna have to step up. I think you know you're preaching that, but you're, again, you're saying six and a half minutes, win it, right? Win the next six and a half. Hoffman baseline out of bounds, gets it into Holst in the corner. Holst looking to get it into Rivera. She does, gets it to Hoffman. Hoffman back up to Barnes at the top of the key, over to Rivera. Screened by Bomar, gets the ball to Bomar. Bomar gets it over to Holtz. Holtz back to Hoffman. They're being patient, working the ball. Hopefully they get a good shot out of that. Bomar took an extra step there before she got the pass off, it looked like. So ball will go back to Platte County. 6.07 to go. One point Carney advantage. So coach, they're staying, they're back to the 2-3. Yep, will there be a wrinkle out of it, or are they going to change it up here? Right now they're just kind of still packing it in. Yeah, they trapped out of it once earlier. Doesn't look like that's the case right now. Platte County being patient, moving it around the outside. They get a good shot from Duell from the three-point line, misses it. Good job by Bomar blocking off. Platte County player tips it out, so Carney will main, get the possession. Yeah, the freshman's played well tonight. Got a couple turnovers down on the defensive end, hit a big shot there, and, and there you go boxing out, getting good position, and, and getting the Bulldogs back possession of the basketball. Platte County playing man-to-man -man defense. Barnes gets the ball over to Bomar. Bomar to Rivera. Rivera to Hoffman, cutting to the basket. A really nice screen play. I didn't see who set that. Kenzie went up, and she's going to be fouled and going to the free throw line for two. Hopefully, this is a good way to score points. Do you have any plays that you can stand 10 foot in front of the basket with nobody guarding you? <laughs> no, those are pretty easy buckets right there, aren't they? <laughs> Sometimes they are. Kenzie steps to the line, hits the first. The second one's always easier when you hit the first one. Be nice to get this. You feel like if we can just stretch this out to a two or three possession ball game, 
you think Bulldogs would be in the driver's seat, but got to get there, got to win it on the defensive end. Senior guard Kenzie Hoffman hits both free throws. Those are big, 22 to 19, three-point advantage for Carney. 5.22 to go in the game. Carney staying in that 2-3 zone that we talked about, just kind of packing it in. Platte County being patient, quickly reversing the ball, like you were talking about earlier, Coach. Nice job by Barnes. They tried to get it into the high post. Barnes snuck in and tipped it out. Coach Ressler calling out a play. Barnes hands the ball off to Hoffman at the top of the key. Kinsey dribble handoff back to Barnes. Barnes looking back, almost gets it stolen, but secures it, gets it to Kinsey. Kinsey over to Holst. Holst on the wing, over to the corner to Bomar. Bomar looking to get it inside. Braylon Rivera with a good job possessing the ball. Shelby goes up with there the left go. hand and gets it in. That's a big play, a nice pass by Braylon. She didn't panic, stayed with it, got it to Shelby, and she finished with the left hand yeah. that time. Pushes the lead up to five here. Bulldogs, you feel like with, with only four minutes to go, you feel like that could be it if the Bulldogs can win it on this side. A couple more possessions, a couple more stops, and I think you're in the driver's seat. 24-19 lead, Platte County moving the ball around the exterior. Get it to Pickett in the corner. They're trying to get it into the post. Robbins, two players go <laughs> kind of collapse on her. She kicks it out, reversing the ball. Kind of an off-balance left-handed shot by Peterson. Missed. Shelby Holtz with the rebound. There's one of those stops right there. You put a bucket in here. What kind of sets are you going to pull out of his pocket now here, Coach? <laughs> I have to give him a hard time with that after the game. Double screen for Kinsey on the baseline. There it is. Nice set play. You yep. called it, Coach. Really nice play. Got a guard setting a screen from Braylon Rivera. Coming across right from the block. Not going to get anything easier than a right-handed layup. 26-19, Carney lead. That was Rivera with the basket. Sorry, I didn't say that. Carney staying in that 2-3 zone. It's a little easier to stay in it when you're up. Dual kind of pointing some instructions out. Carney extending that zone, getting out on shooters. Dual, oh, there you go. Dual oh, I thought she had that steal, didn't she? <laughs> it was close. Dual goes up for the three, misses it. Ball's going to go back to Carney. Stop number two. Time's still ticking, <laughs> Coach. Three minutes to play, man. You just feel like this is it. It's just, just, I think, two more defensive stops and maybe one more bucket, and we're moving on here. Come on. Platte County pushed, putting some full-court pressure on, just man-to-man -man full court pressure. Barnes does a good job bringing it up, gets it over to Holtz. Good timeout. Coach Ressler is going to call a full timeout, so we will take it with them. And re just a reminder, you're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and experience to create a marketing message that works. Mike is in the business of creating web graphics, logo design, product brochures, and social media videos that are designed to stand apart and resonate with your customers. Mike Davis Creative Services, 816-584-1025. His online portfolio of marketing tools is available at MikeDavisCreative.net. Food is comfort. It reminds us of our favorite memories. Food is community. It brings us together. It's kindness and connection. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows Price Chopper. 
Welcome back to the Fieldhouse at Kearney High School where we are in District 16 semifinal action. Kearney winning 26-19 with 2.50 to go. One thing that we were talking about, Coach, is you're counting stops over here. What do you think Kearney's going to do on the offensive end? Yeah, I think I think offensively you're not taking a quick shot here. You're running a little bit of offense unless you've got a wide open look. Nope, not Try. there. Back it out and run the run the clock again. Smart here. play by Bomar there. She didn't have it. Was just patient and pulled it back out to run offense. Yeah, if you got an open layup, you'll take it. Right now, if not, using 30 seconds to clock up here is not a bad thing right now. You know, the clock's on your side, and you mentioned the foul situation. Yeah, one thing to watch as Carney moves the ball around the exterior. Barnes drives, kicks it over to Bomar. One more to Hoffman. Misses the three. Bomar tips it. Rivera Came up with the rebound, tried to get it to one of her players. Platt County steals it, goes in for a layup. They miss it, and Hoffman hustles back and gets the rebound. So there's two minutes to go. One of the things we were talking about is Platt County only has two team fouls. So if they want to start, if they want to start fouling Carney to get back in the game, they're going to have to foul us five times here to do it. It doesn't look like they're thinking about that right no, now. No, it doesn't look like they're in any hurry at all. I think that sense of urgency needs to kick in a little bit for the Pirates here. Bulldogs just need to take care of the ball. They are extending their man pressure. 139 to go. Looks like the delay games come out here for the Bulldogs, yeah. doesn't it? Yep, it looks like they're not going to foul us yet. And if they do, so it's 127 to go and counting. Just a delay game. Platte County is going to have to intentionally foul here. There you go. May have waited a little too late. It's, yeah, with 121. It's, one, and <laughs> it's 121 to go, and it's a three-possession game. It's a seven-point Carney lead, three-possession game. Carney with the ball, sideline out of bounds. Kenzie Hoffman gets it into Barnes. Barnes dribbles it up. See if they keep running that little delay game. Gets it to Braylon at the post. Okay, so we get a foul again. So that's the fourth team foul. But you're right, Coach. I mean, they got three more fouls to give here before they can get into it. we got a chance to get this thing under the, under the minute mark before we're in the bonus. Hoffman gets it into Barnes at half court, being closely guarded, gets it over to Hoffman. Like you said, kind of running this triangle behind the post players, keeping it with their guards. Going to have another foul with 1.03 to go. Still Carney ball. It's a so. Platt County with five team fouls. Hoffman gets the ball into Barnes. Going to be fouled again by number one, Reese Pickett. That's only her, that's her third foul. Allie Pogue checks into the game for Braylon Rivera. So on the court for Carney, it's Holtz, Hoffman, Barnes, Bomar, and Pogue. Platt County smartly fouls again. 59 seconds to go. That's the seventh team foul on Platte County, so Carney will go to the line. Jaden Barnes, sophomore point guard, will step to the line with 59 seconds to go. So at this point right now, if you're the Bulldogs, it's all about communication on the defensive end. You can't have any breakdowns. You gotta make sure you know where everybody's supposed to be, what position you're supposed to be in, and and making sure that we're all on the same page defensively. You don't want any any quick shots for the Pirates here to fall in with, with up by seven with under a minute to go. Barnes misses the free throw. It's rebounded by Platte County. 
Peterson hits a three. That's a big shot. Makes it a four-point advantage. 49 seconds to go. So what you just what you said you don't want. <laughs> they got an open look. Uh, she knocked it down, and they, Platte County quickly calls a timeout. We'll stay here with them. So, Coach, it's uh, 49 seconds to go, four-point advantage now. What do you think, Platte County? You think they're full-court pressure here, I'm assuming? Yeah, I would, I would assume you're, you're ready for full-court press. You're, you're, uh, if you're the Bulldogs, you got to make sure you got to figure out what's our timeout situation. As a coaching staff, you got to be aware of that. And, and then, uh, then you've got to have your guards in. You've you got you time now, right now to figure out what five you have on the court and make sure you, that's the five you want. And, uh, and go from there. But, but I'm sure Coach Wrestlers watched the game plan for Platte County. They've, they've probably pressed before, I'm imagining, this year, and Coach Wrestlers picked up on what kind of, what kind of press PC likes to come out with. So, so I imagine we're prepared for just about anything they're going to throw at us. But right now you just got to be strong with the ball. But big thing is you got to hit your free throws here. You know, you gotta, you're going to get fouled once we get it in, and you got to go down. you got to make sure you knock at least one of those down to keep, you know, you, you hit one. That forces them to probably shoot a three or two here to make sure that, you know, they can try to tie this thing up. You, you don't That's hit right. your first free throw. Now, all of a sudden, easy full, buckets, right? Full court pressure by Platte County. Put the freshman on the line. Holtz gets it into Gracie Bomar. Freshman guard will go to the line. Carney up four with 48 seconds to go. Platte County had kind of a mass substitution there. I think what you said was right. They got a lot of guards in there, guarding people everywhere. If you don't get if you don't get a steal, foul. Yeah. How about the trust in Coach Wrestler for for Gracie Bomar right now, though, to have the freshman in at a big spot like this under a minute to go. Up misses the free throw, tipped out by Hoffman trying to get that offensive rebound. So it's a. Two possession game, 26-22 with 46 seconds to go. Options are still there for Platte County. They do not need a three here. I think you just take the, the easiest, sometimes, most open shot there is. Sometimes teams rush that a little bit, and they do. They take a three, airballed it. She hit the last one. That was Peterson. Carney gets the rebound. Smart by Kinsey. Uh, Gracie got the ball to Kinsey. Say, She's smart gonna... by Gracie too here, right? <laughs> exactly. Smart by Gracie. The freshman found the, gets it to the senior. Yeah, found the senior. Knew who to get the ball to in that situation. Absolutely. So Kinsey Hoffman, senior guard, will go to the line. Four-point Carney advantage, 36 seconds to go. And Carney's been pretty content staying in that 2-3 zone. Kenzie misses it long. Three straight one and Black one. County gets the rebound. They've kind of got a little bit of a run out here. Carney hustles back, sets up that 2-3 zone. Platte County moving the ball around, drives to the basket. Ooh, <laughs> called it on the floor. I was afraid she was going to make that with the left hand. Amara Peterson on the floor. And that's only so the sixth foul be for, for the Bulldogs there. Only the sixth-team foul, and it looks like Platte County called a timeout. Was it a 30 or a full? We'll stay here with them. So Platte County going to have the ball with the baseline out of bounds, down four with 24 seconds to go. Looking, I'm sure they're going to try to run something to get something quick. They don't have to get a three like you said. They didn't have to yeah. get a three earlier. I know you're not talking about this, and Coach Wrestler's not talking about it either at the moment, but I'm sure the uh, the, the three front ends of the one-and-one one are going to be a conversation 
in the locker room after the game, no matter how this game turns out. But those are frustrating as coaches. You put your, you you, you know, you put them in a position to where they got a chance to win the game, and and just either it's nerves or, or, or it could be anything. They've they've worked hard on the defensive end. Could be their legs aren't there, but but those are frustrating, especially when you. Like you said, a 10-foot shot with nobody in front of you, all it takes is one, I think. If they would have hit one of those, I think it forces Platte County's hand to, to force up a three, you know, and try to tie this game up. But now Platte County's point, options are still open, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Just a four-point game, 24 seconds to go. They do have enough fouls now, so they can foul and get us. The next foul is going to be the double bonus. So, like you said, maybe maybe uh, we'll get two, two attempts right? yeah, at it. There you go. <laughs> so, hey, good defensive possession right here. Got to get a stop or at least a rebound. Don't want to give that second chance opportunity. Ball coming in right in front of us. Number 20, Amara Peterson gets it in, gets it up to Duel at the top of the key. Tried to set a screen for Peterson. Get it over to they miss a three. Kenzie Hoffman comes up with the rebound again. Going to get a tie up. The possession arrow goes back, stays with Carney. So good job there by Kenzie, just being strong with the ball. Got it tied up. Platte County kind of with a host of substitutions with this full court pressure. End of the game for Carney is Allie Pogue. So Barnes, Bomar, Hoffman, they get the ball into Hoffman. She's quickly fouled. So Kenzie will go back to the line. So a four. Four-point lead, 12 seconds to go. Starting to feel a little bit better about this as the time yeah, goes down. Yeah, you, you really are. I mean, and, and Platte County's had some good looks down here to, to make this thing a one-possession ball game and just haven't been able to come up with any points. So credit to the Bulldogs, making sure they got, you know, they've challenged some good shots down here. There you go. Kenzie knocks down the first, makes it a five-point lead. Braylon Rivera checks back into the game for Allie Pogue. You feel like that one might have done it. You think if she hits this one, I think it's a for sure done deal. But still just a two-possession ball game. I've seen funnier things happen. Make sure you don't foul. <laughs> That's one thing that I'm sure coaches go. told them. Kenzie makes the second, so it makes it a six-point, two-possession game. They need two threes here, ten seconds and counting. A long attempt from Duell misses off the rim. Hoffman They're gonna let secures it, run out. it. Here we go. They're just going to let it run out. So Barnes just holds the ball. The time runs out. So a little bit of a nail-biter. Carney wins the game 28-22. So we talked about surviving and advancing. That's what the Lady Bulldogs do tonight. And March Madness turns into March Sadness for Platte County as that will be their last game of the season. And um, you always hate that for the seniors. That's one of the things that always gets me is you just you hate to see that. You know, the kids' emotions come out when it's that last game that they're going to play for their high school. So we'll take a break and come back for our legendary lawn care postgame wrap-up show. Again, the Kearney Lady Bulldogs beating Platte County 28-22. So you're listening to the Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Black Clay Electric Cooperative's mission is to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. 
They are a community-led and community-focused electric cooperative serving more than 24,000 members in Buchanan, Caldwell, Clay, Clinton, DeKalb, Platte, and Ray Counties in Kansas City's Northland region. Black Clay Electric Cooperative, located at 1000 West Highway 92 in Kearney. www.ecec.coop, powering a new decade of growth in the Northland. KC Coyote is a local high-speed wireless internet provider serving communities in northwest Missouri between Kansas City and St. Joseph. They also offer computer repair, support, network, and server support, and much, much more. KC Coyote High-Speed Internet Service. Their office is located at 455 Sandbar Drive, Suite 106 in Kearney. The phone is 816-866-3038, and the website is kccoyote.com. KC Coyote, expanding rural Missouri internet services one community at a time. Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services. Small town friendliness, big town expertise. We make it our business to know your business inside and out. You can trust Scott Accounting and Tax to get your taxes done quickly, correctly, and on time. Appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320. That's Scott Accounting and Tax at 816-352-3320. The Kearney Chamber of Commerce wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Kearney's friendly and authentic small town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services. Local businesses contribute to our quality of life and to the character of Kearney. Shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce. Mailing rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork, and hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Centers with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, you'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porters and Ace save you money. Porters Building Centers in Kearney. Porters, we're here to help. Legendary Lawn Care is a one-stop lawn equipment and care center. With over 40 years of experience, their technicians service all makes and models of lawn equipment. They also offer mowing and trimming services for residential, corporate, and industrial lawns. Legendary Lawn Care, 4853 Southeast Highway PP in Holt, 816-320-3878. Let our staff find the right legendary service for your needs. battle for the Kearney Bulldogs. Let's recap the highlights with the legendary lawn care post-game wrap-up. Now back to the press box with Kelly Gentry and Dan Herman on the Bulldog Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fieldhouse at Kearney High School where we just watched a very exciting semifinal game in our Class 5 District 16 matchup. The Kearney Lady Bulldogs ends up winning by six, and we're joined uh, right now by uh, victorious Coach Troy Ressler and senior guard Kenzie Hoffman. So, Coach Ressler, we were uh, 
First of all, hand it over to you. Tell us a little bit about the game, but we were commenting you had some key sets ready to run that got you some key baskets when you weren't, we weren't quite, we were missing some shots and you had some great things to run there a few times to get easy looks for the girls. Yeah, they do a great job and they have all year of executing the plays, running them. It's just we've had points to where shots wouldn't fall necessarily. So we've been working a lot on shooting and maybe you couldn't tell tonight, but we've been practicing a lot more shots. That's the only way I know to get better at shooting is to get more shots up. We've, <laughs> we've definitely been doing that, but the way um, the way they executed in key moments and, you know, anytime we felt like that we really needed needed a shot to fall, we, we were able to get it. We may not have hit high percentage of them, but we got them in key moments, and I think the sets, the design of the sets worked to get us in those spots. Well, and I tell you what, Coach Herman and I were talking up here. I bet you got five or six extra possessions. You had a, several timeouts that you got where balls were maybe tied up in a corner in a bad spot, and then you trapped a couple times out of your two. You mean you, you changed up your defenses a little bit. Yeah. I bet you got five or six extra possessions, and in a game like this where the scoring's at a premium, I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. So kudos to you for, <laughs> for getting those extra possessions. Yeah, no, that's what we got to – you know, scrap, we got to claw, we got to fight, we got to do everything we can to, to, you know, secure more possessions like that. That's why we emphasize offensive rebounding, and our guards do a good job and have been, especially of late, going in and keeping balls alive and just getting a finger hand on them or going up and getting them themselves and getting uh, offensive rebounds. I thought we, we cleaned up some things defensively down here when we got some stops in the second half. I know as a freshman, Gracie Bomar made a couple of steals where she just came out of nowhere. And then Braylon was out for a bit, came back in, and she got one right away. So, yeah, you know, we always say, yeah, we got to do it, do it on the defensive end and give yourself a chance on offense. So, uh, Absolutely. Well, that, that was uh, very, very well done from that standpoint. We were just some of those things we were noticing. So we're also joined here by senior guard Kenzie Hoffman, who was the leading, leading scorer tonight, scoring 11 of the 26 points that uh, for Carney. Uh, we're adjusting her uh, mic here, getting that down in front of her. Sorry about that, Kenzie. So um, Congratulations, Kenzie. You, ha you were our leading scorer tonight. You also hit two big free throws there at the end to give Coach Ressler a little more breathing room there on the sideline. So we, so we were, uh, we were needing those at that time. So tell us a little bit about the performance that you had and the and the team tonight. Yeah, um, we came out um, strong, but then it kind of went into a lull. But whenever someone can't score, that's when the younger players really had to step up tonight and give us some big plays like Gracie Bomar had a big three we had some big steals down the stretch and on that those free throws coach Ressler told me I better go in and make those free throws <laughs> that's just good coaching <laughs> that's just good coaching you should have mentioned that earlier maybe <laughs> yeah really <laughs> no but great job Kenzie I tell you the other thing that you did a really nice job of tonight and it and it does show up in the stat book but some rebounding Offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding on that weak side. I mean, like Coach Ressler was saying, I mean, it was apparent that you guards work on rebounding, and you did a great job with that too, again, getting extra possessions. Yeah, it's just about keeping the ball alive and trying to get one more look at it, one more possession. I mean, that could be the difference in the game. Absolutely, and we were talking, you know, at this time of the year, once the state play, uh, the districts and state playoffs start, it's survive and advance, and you guys definitely did that. So I was going to ask you before I go back to Coach Ressler, since you're a senior guard and a senior leader on the team, uh, do you want to talk about like a special moment from this season that you've had or maybe over your career that you can think of, uh, something that stands out to you? Oh, man, I mean, this year in general was just we didn't even know if I have a season. I thought my basketball career could be over. To even have a season this year was just such a blessing, and 
I mean, we're just grateful for every minute that we get on the court. And to be in the playoffs right now, we didn't even know if we would be here this summer. So, I mean, that's just in itself is just amazing. That's a great perspective to have, just gratitude, because you're right. We've And my son, too, senior, you know, we've told him the same thing. We're like, hey, just enjoy every minute of it you can. And the good news is uh, you survive in advance, so you get a, another practice and another game. So we'll go back to Coach Ressler here a little bit. So, Coach, do you know who you're playing yet? Because we've been trying to find it on social media. Is yeah, it I just looked at Smithville, yep. Okay, so that game will – tell us when and it'll be where. W- it'll be Wednesday at Smithville at 6 o'clock. Wednesday at Smithville yep. at 6 o'clock. So it'll be the one seed versus the two seed. I didn't see the game at Smithville, but I saw the game here. We covered that on the radio, um, and that was like a two. It was a really close game yeah, the 20, whole way. 23-21, to 21, another high-scoring affair that we, we came up short on that when we did not play at Smithville because we were out with uh, I'm sorry. COVID. Okay, so okay. We only that's why I didn't once. see that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that'll be Wednesday night. The girls will be going to Smithville tip-off at 6 p.m. So, well, Coach Kenzie, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great practice tomorrow. Good luck on Wednesday. Survive in advance again. That's it. Thank you guys for covering us. We really appreciate it. You bet. You You bet. Thanks for being here, guys. So we'll we'll hand it back. We'll bring Coach Herman back in here, and we'll wrap up our our legendary lawn care postgame wrap-up show. But like we said, it's always a pleasure. Coach Ressler helps us with the broadcast having senior guard Kenzie Hoffman join us. So just a really – and Kenzie had a great perspective on that. Just enjoy every minute that you can this year with the COVID situations and, and COVID, so, uh, you know, those uh, quarantines and things. So, Coach, we uh, had a price chopper play of the game yeah. that you selected tonight. So why don't you walk us through that and who, who that's going to be tonight? Yeah, I think uh, we're going to give that one to Gracie Bomar, freshman um, for the Bulldogs. Came out, uh, I think it was in the fourth quarter, 7 minutes 15, 7 minutes 16 seconds, something like that. Um, Gracie took the Bulldogs were on a on a big drought, and uh, the Price Chopper play of the game is Gracie Bomar's three pointer from the top of the key to to stretch the lead 2016, and really kind of kind of kick off the scoring for the Bulldogs down the stretch. So Price Chopper play of the game, Gracie Bomar for three. Uh, that was a great play because, like you said, the girl we were sitting on we sat on 16 for a really long time. Then we then we got a free throw. And meanwhile, Platte County's coming back, get it to one. She hits that big three for our price chopper play of the game. It was a big play, freshman coming in doing that, because then Platte County came down and hit a three right after yeah, that. And exactly. can you imagine if she doesn't hit that, then they take the lead. Yeah, that could have been a – I mean, that was a huge, huge shift in momentum, I think, and a, and a big bucket by a, by a freshman that's really played some good minutes. I know Coach Ressler mentioned her. Um, and so did Kenzie. Talked about how you know the, the younger players had to step up, and and you know again when you've got a freshman in there in the last minute of a uh, of a district game like this, um, that shows nothing but respect and trust from the coach. So again, I mentioned earlier that and we're expecting big things out of her over the next three years. She's she's become quite the player this year, and, and still has a long ways to go. But you know, I, I kind of know her a little bit through you know I work with her mom there, and and, and she uh, she's right, a hard worker that does a great job. So. So, again, I think Coach Ressler, the future is bright, and, and I think he knows that and, and has a lot of young girls out there playing for the for the squad this year. He does. He's got a, several freshmen and sophomore getting minutes, and I just looked. He played ten players tonight. Yeah. So ten players getting into the game, and, I mean, the substitution 
was pretty frantic. I couldn't keep up with it there a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. So a really good job of you know getting everyone involved and uh, and coming away with the victory. Good so, win, that's for sure. Good win. Great win here. So that'll be the final, um, well potentially the final home game here for the Carney girls. Um, I'm not sure what happens after the district championship, if it still stays with the highest seed or if they move those to neutral. But a great way to end our broadcast season for the girls. I did want to mention that the boys, the Kearney Bulldog boys, will play here at Kearney in their district semifinal game tomorrow night against St. Joe Lafayette, the Fighting Irish from St. Joe. It's a 5.45 pregame start and a 6 p.m. 6 p.m. tip-off just like tonight for the girls game. So that game will be here on KPGZ 102.7 tomorrow night. So join us for that one, and that's going to be a great game. It was a very close game when we played Lafayette here at home in our tournament, which is the reason that we got seeded higher than them. So it's great that we get to have another home game here, and we'll be on the air broadcasting that. So thank you for joining us for the broadcast and for our legendary lawn care postgame wrap-up show. So that's it for tonight from the Fieldhouse here at Kearney High School. Uh, thank you to Brian Waters, our producer, engineer, and, of course, Coach Dan Herman, our color commentator for tonight. It's, all, it's been a lot of fun. We just enjoy doing this so much, and we hope you guys enjoy it as well. So you've been uh, listening to, the, to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Have a great evening, everyone. This broadcast of Kearney High School Sports has been a production of the Bulldog Radio Network and 102.7 KPGZ in cooperation with the Kearney, Missouri School District. A special thank you goes out to District Superintendent Dr. Matthew Miller, Kearney High School Principal Andy Gustafson, Activities Director David Schwarzenbach, the Kearney School District coaching staff, parents, and students, and the underwriters that make this broadcast possible. On behalf of the 102.7 FM Board of Directors, staff, and volunteers, thank you for tuning in to this broadcast of the Bulldog Radio Network on 102.7 KPGZ. Have a great evening. <laughs>